Here's your host, Kevin Cerrito. Greetings and salutations. We are live from high atop Mount Moriah here at Flynn Broadcasting. An abbreviated edition of the program today, a 90-minute show. We're going off at 11.30, so we lead into a big day of the University of Mississippi sports action here, uh, playing Vanderbilt at 11.30. Then there's baseball action against East Carolina following that. So a busy day of SEC sports here after this show. So we will start talking wrestling early uh, today. Usually we talk wrestling on the radio at 11. Today we will get it underway at 10.30. So a special 10.30 bell time for wrestling time this morning. As always, Jerry the King Lawler. Will join me on the show. He'll join me around 11 o'clock. Before that, Max Garland is here uh, in studio with us today. He is a writer for the Commercial Appeal. He covers FedEx, but he also talks, uh, writes a little bit about wrestling, and will talk wrestling with us uh, today and more coming up uh, this hour. Uh, but first, we always start the show talking with local 24 sports reporter and anchor. Uh, she is also the co-host of the Still Not Married podcast. Her name is Jessica Benson, and she joins me now. Ladies and gentlemen, it's my pleasure to introduce to you. He's a friend of mine. Yes, yes, I am. And he goes by the name. (laughs) Good morning, Jessica. Good morning, Kevin. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm having trouble trying to figure out what we will remember from this week. I'm trying to think, <laughs> what was what was the biggest win this week? What was that memorable big victory from the home team? And, uh, the memorable yeah. big victory was I discovered a new show called Love is Blind on Netflix. Ooh. And that's how I've distracted myself. It's the weirdest show ever. You should watch it. I've, um, I got back into Have sur- you heard about I- it? I I have I've seen your tweets and I've seen some other stuff. I didn't realize it was a show that people. I thought the show everybody was talking about. I was real proud of myself because you're having a baby and and working right, every little, like outside of the world, working every night and having to watch a million hours of professional wrestling. It's always hard for me to be up on the current like trendy show. I thought I was watching it though. I am up on McMillions. Have you been watching McMillions? Oh yes, yes, we have been watching McMillions, which is so funny to watch. Not funny. It's Parts of it's funny. Parts of it's funny. It's just because I I played that game so religiously as a as a child. I loved mm-hmm. the McDonald's Monopoly game, and to find out I was never legitimately even having a chance to be a millionaire is so sad. Yeah, you never had a chance. No, but at no least ch- they're not telling me that the teeny beanies were a fraud. Someday, my teeny beanie babies that I got at McDonald's will be worth millions. So they, yeah, the, those are those are authentic. They'll be out. Yeah, maybe there's a whole other scandal out there. Somebody Ooh. making fake ones and fake uh, teeny beanies. <laughs> that would be devastating. <laughs> but I think but yes. that's what people. I de- definitely need to watch McMillions. But I'll look. Love is blind. Is this is a good show? I wouldn't call it a good show. It's just an addicting. show. This is not about. Like it's, it's not a blind dating show. This is not The Bachelor with blind people. Or is it? No, no. But what it is is that so the first couple episodes, the contestants can't see each other so their dates are done in these in these pods where they have a, a wall between them and so you have to establish enough of a quote-unquote emotional connection with someone to 
feel positive enough to propose to that person. So in order to see oh, this wow. person's face, you have to propose. And this happens, like, one of them happens in four <laughs> days. And you have, you have, I think, up to a week to describe. So I think, like, 30 contestants or so start out. And we're down to, like, six couples who actually go through to the next stage. So then they send them to Mexico where they have their first, you know, time seeing each other in real life and spending time. And now I'm at, I'm about halfway through the series, um, but I'm at the point where they're now being placed back in the real world and having the challenges of meeting each other's families and friends and living together. And then at the end of it, um, they either get married or they don't. So I'm thrilled. To see. I've avoided all spoilers. So I don't know what happens, but I can't wait to see if someone legitimately gets married out of this experiment. And they, they continuously call it an experiment on the show, which kind of makes me laugh because it's like, oh, this is my relationship is actually an experiment and I'm well aware of it. I like um, it. I like it when because like Survivor used to do that back in the day, or Big Brother. Then they just eventually was like, "All right, we know we know what we are. We're really just some yeah, a, a yeah, game show, it's lab not rat. a real exactly. exper- uh, experiment." Or uh, the so but the okay. whole thing is like, is love blind? Like, can you fall in love with someone without they knowing did this show what they already? I remember watching this show with Monica Lewinsky as the host, and they were all wearing masks. They before the Masked Singer, there was that was it Mister Personality was the name of this show. Uh, they need to. This needs to be streaming somewhere. It was a Fox show back, like uh, in two thousand yeah, two thousand and three, which having, is an important year for wrestling fans. This week, we'll talk about it later. I am having vague memories of that show. As you know, well. what I'm talking about. So, Monica Lewinsky yes. hosted. I think it lasted one season before the Mass Singer. There was this show where you everybody was wearing a mask and you dated them for their personality, right? Obviously, Mister Personality. So you had to fall in love. Yeah, it was at the same time as. Do you remember? Wow, we're really avoiding talking about Memphis sports. Do you remember the reality show? It's similar time period. Where it was like, I think it was like, it wasn't Joe Dart, because that's a movie, but it was Joe Millionaire. This, Joe Millionaire, yes. yes that and was awesome. He was a millionaire, and they pretended he was poor, and all the candidates had no idea that they were dating a millionaire. That was a show. That Gosh, was a take show. Take us back to peak. Uh, Flavor of Love was on then. Rock of Love with Brett Michaels. The lineup just goes on and on. But Are anyway, you? this one is just fascinating. But I will say, my only gripe with this Love is Blind, not my only gripe, it's a ridiculous <laughs> show, but one of my gripes is that all of the people on the show are, are fundamentally attractive. Like, it's not like... They're going to get an ugly person. Uh, this yeah. Is, for Which, lack of a better word. Yes. I mean, or just even like a, an, you know, someone who's not the most attractive, like TV-ready person. So it's not like these people fell in love with someone in the pod and then came out of the pod and were like, ah! Right. Yeah. So that's yeah, that's that's no, gonna that takes away the like the intrigue the of the reveals, really. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it would be it would be better TV. So I so I um was on uh, Channel Three this week, and one of the topics was everybody's talking about this. So even talking about it on other networks is the new Bachelor, the new uh, old people Bachelor. Do you have uh, thoughts on the 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 new old people Bachelor? I, I think it's um, interesting. I, I don't want to be mean. Oh, you're you're you would watch it. You're gonna watch it. I would definitely. Please, I'm watching a show where <laughs> love is blind. Um, yes, I would. I would probably watch the Senior Bachelor. I I would be intrigued to see how it played out too. But something maybe I'm just not giving enough credit to the older population. But I just think they'd be too too mature and smart to give us the same level of right like 
stupid drama that we get with I bet there could be spring chickens. There could I don't be know. drama. There's uh and maybe who knows. Well I I th- there's they've got to think it's absurd that like you get engaged to the person at the end. Uh but that's that's a whole, whole But maybe issue. they just maybe they're like really late in age and they're just looking for like a companion at the end so they'd be okay getting engaged at the end. I don't know. Right, exactly because you know yeah, time's ticking. So I, I can't I can't wait for that. I think it's a great idea. Uh, I mean, America is currently the one of the highest rated programs is a bunch of old people yelling at each other on a on a stage trying to become presidential nominee. So I think uh, America is really <laughs> Maybe we into just turn that into the Bachelor <laughs> to watching um, some old people on television. All right, so we went. Let's see, almost almost How ten long minutes, we go? How almost long ten we go? minutes without talking about the fact oh, that all amazing. the team, all the local teams are losing all of their games right now. <laughs> And, hey, the Memphis baseball team put up like 25 runs yesterday. So there's your positive. The University of Memphis baseball team. So they're yes. one, they're one one away from the College World Series. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> it is <laughs> February. <laughs> oh no! But yeah, we got to get there. I think it was it was a record setting uh, night, and yeah, I'm trying to see the exact score because I don't want to I don't want to spread fake information on the show. It was 24 to 3. They won 24 to 3, and it was the most runs in a game since 2003. So, congrats to the Memphis baseball team. Meanwhile, the other Memphis teams are struggling mightily. Which one's worse? So, which one's worse? So, you got the Tigers, you got the Grizzlies. The Tigers are, are just battling for relevance in the month of March, which starts tomorrow, right? We, are, we have to wait it an does, extra wow. day. The Tigers had an extra day to get things situated before March Madness. Uh, would begin here in this in this leap year. Uh, so the Tigers trying to get everything in order while the Grizzlies were just battling for that eighth seed. The Grizzlies, what the, is the Grizzlies losing streak up to five yet? What are we at? It is. It is. We're at oh five. My gosh. Last night lost to the Kings, was number five. And the thing that was so hard about last night's game is, you know, they made a they made a push at the end. It looked like they might do it, and then it just went pretty poorly. So, uh, yeah, I, I, you ask which is worse. I think from a fan perspective, which is worse is just solely dependent on which one uh, you care about more. Because from a Memphis perspective, like, they're just both equally sad. I would say, I would say the Tigers, because the Grizzlies still have a chance. I mean, the Grizzlies are still the eighth seed in the West as of this morning. Yes, the the race for that eight seed is getting spicy already here. I mean, you have the Pelicans playing their minds out. Zion Williamson trying to steal rookie of the year from John Morant. You have, I mean, even if you look at a team like the Kings last night, what are they at with that loss? I think, or with the win over the Grizzlies last night, I think they're now, they're three games out from the eight seed. Spurs are three games out. Uh, Trailblazers are two and a half and Pelicans are two. So that, the like little mesh of teams there at the bottom, it should make for an interesting time down the stretch. But, uh, I mean, obviously, like no one wants a five-game losing streak. Like, that just isn't fun to sit on. But with the Tigers, it was like they just kept clinging to small, small, minuscule hope of maybe being in the conversation for the NCAA tournament. They give us that win over Houston, and they're right back in the, you know, they're not in the uh, first four out, but the next four out in Joe Lenardi's bracket after that win. 
And then they turn around and they lose on the road to SMU, a team that they should win. But they've lost to a lot of teams they should have beaten this year. And so it just continues to feel um, that that they're underperforming to the expectations. And, you know, it all comes back to, and we can harp on it forever and always, and we will talk about it. The thing we will remember from this Memphis Tigers basketball season is why it did not go right. And that's because of the guy we spent our entire last show last Saturday talking about, James Wiseman, not uh, choosing to leave the team in December and everything that went on with him. And that completely changed the trajectory of this Memphis team. You have DJ Jeffries, who's still out with an injury. You lose two of your top three players. What's going to happen? You're going to lose some games that you're not supposed to lose. And you have a really young team. I think it's been, obviously, a learning experience for all involved. Um, but, yeah, that, that loss to SMU was just disappointing because, A, it was a loss, and, B, it just sucked the wind out of maybe a that small chance at a tournament run as we go into early March. And now you look at the AAC tournament in you know two weeks, and it's pretty much a, a must-win situation if Memphis wants to shock the world and, and actually go to the NCAA tournament now. Right, shock the world. Yeah, the world. Shock the world. I mean, what was what was the uh, uh, Bluff City Law? Change the world. Change the world. Yeah, <laughs> they want to change the, the world. world. Change. They want to <laughs> change the brackets. Uh, yeah. Get yeah. The, get in there. Uh, but yeah, so it was last Saturday that Memphis had that uh, very memorable and maybe the best. Uh, they beat Tennessee earlier this year, so I don't know if it's the best one of the season. But beating Houston, Penny Hardaway called team. it one A, one B. Right. And for his most important or best wins as a coach. So technically that fit into the week, and that was the biggest and the only win I think the local teams have had this week outside of Memphis baseball. But uh, that got the hopes back up, and, and right, and then it just kind of went crushing back down with the SMU. Because if you asked me last Saturday morning before they beat Houston, if they would lose to SMU, I was like, oh, that's possible. That's possible. But uh, it's the roller coaster of, hey, here's your hope again. And uh, we'll take that back away. And – and now, so there's not really much to say. Like we're still, as far as it's just been a not, it's just been not, it's been not good. The Grizzlies are half of the team is uh, uh, right. Is, is That's hurt, the thing getting with hurt the Grizzlies now. too. Yeah. Is hopefully they're going to get Jaron Jackson Jr. back. Hopefully they're going to get Brandon Clark back. Maybe we get to see Justice Winslow for some mm-hmm. games and and see what this trade was all about. Um, so there's still there's still enough of the Grizzlies season left to. Mm-hmm. Reestablish or to, to keep on to that that hope and and dreams of making the playoffs, but also the thing with the Grizzlies is, you know, I mean, it's easy to get. I think this city got caught up in the whirlwind of how well it was going. Uh, the Grizzlies are still doing better than expected, and the Grizzlies are right. still operating ahead of schedule. So, you know, I personally would suggest maybe uh, adjusting the expectations for this year and, and seeing the good in it and. You know, it was fun to be in the playoff conversation. It's fun to still be in the playoff conversation. It, it ain't over. Um, but instead, focus on on the good that this team is, is still a shot. to still, be good. Yeah, I mean, there's still, still a chance. Shot, there's, there's, there's still a really chance is. for both I mean, the Tigers and the Grizzlies. But after this week, it is not looking as good for the for right. The Nobody t- likes 
Yeah, I was just going to say, nobody likes to catastrophize more than Memphis sports fans. But they, <laughs> they have a reason to catastrophize in this situation. Five, five like, things game aren't trending struggle. right. Yeah, five-game losing streak is bad for the Grizzlies. But this Grizzlies season was about watching the young players and being able to believe again, which this season has, has definitely already accomplished that. Uh, the other part of the season was to get John ja Morant that Rookie of the Year trophy, which that may slip out of his hands as well, as, as that uh, momentum is, is shifting over to Zion, who is going to – uh, possibly become Rookie of the Year after playing not nearly uh, as many games uh, as, as John Morant. But that, uh, of course, is something to keep on the eye out. So we're going to watch it. There's some things to watch, even if the Grizzlies do fall out of the playoff conversation. For the Tigers, there's nothing to watch. Like, there's not even NIT games, um, which seem like a strong possibility still to happen. So maybe a home NIT game at FedEx Form, which is fun. But uh, what, a, what a season that was. I want to turn our... Uh, this season has been, and I really, I, I don't, I don't know getting to the tournament is going to be that great for the Tigers anyway. Would it be, or even if they get to be in the playing game, I think that would be kind of fun to go to Dayton. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. I want to talk about what's happening this weekend uh, with the Grizzlies because it's a very rare home back-to-back, right? NBA teams still play yeah. back-to-backs, which they shouldn't. Uh, but it's a home back-to-back. So they had a game last night at FedEx Forum. There is a game tonight at FedEx Forum, but it's not just any game. It is a game against the Los Angeles Lakers and, of course, LeBron James. And, uh, but also... He but, might not be playing tonight, though. But he may not be playing. Uh, yeah. But it's the first Laker game uh, at home uh, since the passing of Kobe Bryant. And it... How does that change, Jessica? The the because there is always just kind of like don't be wearing a Lakers jersey inside FedEx form, and now you've got a totally different uh, vibe around the Lakers tonight. The team that I get it, is is has always historically been as much as the Grizzlies have their the Grizzlies have their rivalries with the Clippers, and and it's been since the team moved to Memphis, hating on the Lakers has been the easiest team to do. And, and and not really. What? It's a lot of Laker fans here, including myself. It's a lot. Well, excuse of Laker fans me. In oh, you know, you dun, know, dun, you, dun. you. A lot of Laker fans. I'm one well, of those fans who wear the Laker jerseys at the game. Look, Carl, Carl. All right, this is Jessica. Are you ready how for this? We're gonna have. Yeah, go how ahead. How long has he been a Lakers fan? How long have you been a Lakers fan, Carl? Um, since the first Kobe's first championship in 2000. Since Kobe's first championship, I was. In I was how I was long have kid. you lived in Memphis? All of my life. Okay. I was also this a Laker is, you fan. You are the problem. I was, a, the La- problem. I was a Laker fan before they moved to Memphis, though. You were the, you were the problem. One year. Less than a year before the announcement, you were a fan. If you became a fan in 2000, less than a year. Like, I was a fan of the players, but, you know, I had to do research on teams. Like, the players, I liked it. At the time, for all, all on Cheer different teams. For your home team, there's one professional team I in like this. Them. In I, this. Have, I don't have a problem with them, but I'm not going to switch my favorite team. No. But I do. I, I don't have a problem me, with Get out of here. Get out of here. You are the problem. You are the problem and why it is so easy to hate the Laker fans. Carl, I cannot believe I'm finding this out about. Can you believe this, Jessica? Oh, my goodness. No. No, I can't. But I can at the same time. And that's the thing. Like, I know it's, it's fun to harp on the – fans of big franchises who don't live in the cities where those teams are. I, I grew up a Yankees fan living in Colorado, so it's really hard for me to to hate on people when I was one of those Wait, fans. You... I love the Tigers. Okay. It's not, uh, look, it's, uh, 
<laughs> at some point, if your hometown gets a team, you got to drop the other one. I don't care. Like, it just but doesn't like matter. I would wear my I would wear my Yankees jersey to Rockies games. And now as an adult, I kind of cringe. But as a kid, I loved it. Like, I thought it was the most fun thing to do in the world. Yeah, I if you yeah. like the team, but and then your hometown gets one. I'm sorry, you do, you you got to drop the other one. Yeah. We can have now, to, we can here. have debates about the Titans because they don't play here and they screwed Memphis over. But there's no like the Carl's one but, year. But think about it, Laker fan. For, I can't me, drop. When, give me a break. When we got the Grizzlies here in Memphis, it gave me an opportunity to see my favorite player. Because if, if we you if, would never go to a Lakers game. If Memphis does not get get the Grizzlies. I probably would have never seen Kobe Bryant play. Mm-hmm. Seriously. No, that, that exactly. So there's more reason for you to be a Grizzly fan. Okay. Uh, the I'm all for going to the games and watching the and these amazing players, right, and the best athletes in the world on these other teams. You know, the Grizzlies have not had uh, some of the most exciting players historically until present day. Uh, but So going into tonight, Carl, uh, we know your, your thoughts on that. Are you going to the game tonight? No, sadly, I will be here. You will be here, so you'll be following the Ole Miss baseball game closely. Yes. But the uh, same, same, but different. Right, same thing. Uh, if you were going tonight, obviously you'd be wearing your Lakers jersey. Just because, since it's the passing of Kobe Bryant, I would wear my Kobe Bryant jersey tonight. Right, and see, I think that's totally fair. Like, I think uh, tonight everyone who wears the Lakers jersey to FedEx Forum gets a pass, especially if it's. Is it gonna uh, be Kobe? Wears, I mean, I was gonna say anyone who wears a Kobe jersey is more so because it was. Like, by that being my favorite player, and then I was also at the game because he became the Lakers' all-time leading scorer against Memphis in Memphis. And I was at that game, so I will most definitely wear one of my Kobe Bryant jerseys tonight if I was going to the game. Of course, and I think there's going to be uh, quite a few of those fans tonight because it is – but – Carl, you're one of those people that make other Memphians ill when they see them in FedEx form wearing a Lakers jersey. Uh, and I do tonight. It's going to be a different environment. But is, Jessica, is tonight just the is this just the one? Is like next year uh, when Ugh. like at what this is going to be an interesting adjustment for many uh, teams throughout the country that have to deal with the. There's no question. Lakers have uh, the. Uh, dedicated contingent in every market across the country, whether or not you got your team uh, in in, in tw- 2001 or if you, whenever the team came to town, every city's got Lakers fans. And so this has got to be an adjustment that some fans are, are dealing with because you don't like the Lakers all of a sudden, but you respect Kobe. And how are you going to balance all of those, those feelings uh, at, at FedEx form tonight? I understand tonight is like, let's, this is kind of Kobe's not here, but this is Kobe's team coming in. He played for the Lakers. Every single every single game he played in the NBA, but like after this, right? Can you could we, like it'll go back to normal for those who are not Lakers yeah. fans. It'll go back to normal. So, I think I think it'll go back to normal, but I also think that maybe fans need to to use their their compassion meters, and if it doesn't go back to normal immediately, you know, accept it. If it makes someone else happy, let them do it. But then you know, just wear your. John Moran's jersey athletic form even extra proudly. I don't know. I, do what you want. Wear whatever jersey you want. <laughs> oh, I'm all for fans to do whatever <laughs> live they live your best life. Do yeah, do whatever you want. Do whatever you want. I'm all for doing I'm the, doing I'm the wrong person to I just I'm like, eh, okay, where where are your Lakers jersey in Memphis and some people are gonna be mad at you and judge you and uh, if it makes you happy, go for it. Hmm. 
I, you know, I know, I know you, you feel differently. I on have, the subject. I do have my, I have my issues with, with people like, with like Carl over there, but, uh, <laughs> but I, I, I respect you enough and respect Kobe enough to know tonight is not the night that we're going to be booing, booing, uh, Laker fans. And can you we chant beat probably, LA if the you Grizzlies? You probably still get some of those boos, but it won't be for Kobe to be for naturally just the Lakers. But we're, we can all chant beat LA and all that stuff. Right. Not normal. Right. There's no yeah, reason we're not we're not laying we're not laying down You're for the Lakers. You're not rooting for the Lakers. No. All right. All right, that's fine. I can I can I can handle that. Jessica, but they could be with, but they could be without LeBron James tonight, and I think they could be without Anthony Davis uh, as well Green and Danny too. Green and Anthony Davis is so, on the injury report too. So you don't know. No Carl Morris. Nobody's there. Yeah. All right, we've got <laughs> uh, we've got to take a break. Jessica, anything else we remember from this week? We did it. I think we did a good job. Of, no, it was a, it was a tough avoiding week. the week. Way, way to soldier through. Maybe next week uh, will be better. Thanks for thanks Hopefully. for joining us. Ha- happy Leap Day, and we'll talk Thank to you, you next week. All right, talk to you then. Bye. All right, it's Jessica Benson from Local 24. Follow her at Local 24 Jessica on Twitter, and watch her tonight. Whatever happens at FedEx Forum, she will have uh, the highlights for you on uh, Local 24 this evening. All right, so when we come back, we're going to talk uh, wrestling on the radio. We've got a 90-minute show today, so we're talking wrestling earlier, starting at 10.30. You are listening to Cerrito Live here on Sports 56, 961 and 87.7 FM.